0: DJ and PK and David Locke's weekly appearance brought to you in part by Murdoch Auto Team. David, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Excellent. How are you?
1: I'm great. It's always, did I sent PK a song to sing today. Has he done it? <laughs> oh,
2: that's right. I forgot to respond. Gosh, I do that all the time. It drives me nuts. People text me,
1: and if I don't text them back immediately, I forget. My bad. I'm the worst at that, so you're not. But I think you should sing it. Like, my, like I mean, I we wrote a song for you. You're the one with the great pipes. Oh, yeah, right.
2: Don't you think one. you should probably sing it? I'm the one stupid enough to do it. That's it. I don't have any um,
1: pipes. No, I mean, you really should sing this. Uh, Jake, can you get, like, the background music of Respect by Aretha? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just a warm PK up a little just bit. Give I mean,
2: me a second; I'll, I'll work on it.
1: So, I mean, go ahead. Who David J. way, PK. PK DJ is panicked right now. He has completely lost control of the show. For everything else that ever goes on in this show, that where where DJ claims he's not in control, he always thinks he's in control. But right now, he actually knows he's not in control at all. He's like seriously sitting there. There are beads of sweat coming down his brow. He is seriously wondering, like. What the heck's going on? Locks and TK lyrics. Jake is going to get Aretha Franklin's respect. TK is being egged on to sing, which is DJ's worst nightmare. He's seriously worried about the well-being of the show. Your career is running back through your eyes right now, starting back in the early days of Santa Barbara with Jim Rome and then to Sacramento. <laughs> and you're thinking about what a nice run it's been. This is your and life. How, and then the fun nights at the Hog Wallow after Sunday shows. And now you're like, it's all coming to an end with P.K. singing a song that locked, locked on producer wrote for P.K., with Jake with having the music in the back it's it's all coming to an end isn't it DJ I'm
0: really uh, right now playing solitaire and I need the Ace of Clubs
1: Okay that's probably the right approach
0: So what is this song you wrote originally I thought you wanted to sing a hit but now you've got something like right
2: defense, Do you think it's funny But guess what in first place honey All I want to do to Rudy get him a Rudy, Rudy. Hey, Rudy. re-ri-ri, re, re, Whip it to me. Bit, Mister, <laughs> he said this tune. I ain't do you right. That's not that
0: bad. I see where
2: you're going with this. Right. Keep going, gave There's more. I was waiting for the chorus. <laughs> for Rudy Donovan. No, For Donovan and Rudy, respect. Better than Joel and Embiid. This is, this is decent. Yeah. All their defense. You think it's funny. I like that. But guess what? First place, honey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: respect. That's what we've been talking about all day for sure. Yeah. Man, it's not coming despite the record. The respect isn't equal to the record, and I thought that winning is where it's at. But yet we find out, in terms of respect, winning isn't where it's at. What more could they do to get that respect?
1: I don't know. I mean, I hate to say it, but like, kind of the most disappointing part of this, right? Like, and I don't, and I, and I, I'll admit, like, I'm a bit concerned of what they must be thinking, right? Like. They must be thinking, like, what else do I have to do? Like, and, and the and the idea that Donovan, I mean, you know, hey, was it conscious? Did it just happen? Was it just funny? I mean, who knows, right? I, I, I don't know what your guys' vibe on that is. Do you think that LeBron and Durant decided that these little pipsqueaks are, you know, moving into our territory and... They better, you know, shut up because it's going to be the Lakers versus Brooklyn. And that's the way the world's supposed to be. And we're not interested in having these guys, you know, claim that they're not getting the appropriate respect or getting the appropriate calls and trying to disrupt our system. Because this is what, you know, you know, we're we're not interested in in the third party candidate Um, and they're the third party candidate. So we're going to put them in our place. Like, was it a conscious effort last night? And that was their little humor amongst themselves like you have when, you know, when you're like eighth grade boys playing around and leaving someone out. Like, I don't know. Um, That's I guess that's up for for everyone to just try to decide on themselves. Or did it just kind of happen the way the draft goes? Like Rudy's not that surprising. He's not per se the way you would want an all star. You know, he doesn't. It's not an all star player like all star game player. He actually just wins. So, I mean, but it is, it's disappointing. Like, these guys have got it, like, they're not in a great mental state after the way they reacted on to the Philadelphia game and then to have this be the next day. Like, And the problem to me is that it's not about anything they've done. To your point, PK, it's all about where they play and where we live and what our market is, and that's everything Ryan's trying to overturn. Thank goodness he is trying because it's clear that that's, you know, uh, still a pretty prevalent issue, both in the heads of the jazz players but also in the heads of every other player in the league.
0: So I think it was pre-planned. I think they knew what they were doing, and they have their reasons for doing it, and I think they did it mostly to entertain themselves because I think whether they do it or not, LeBron's, LeBron's planning on winning the NBA title. I mean, in that moment, the two of them can you know, gang up on two jazz players who went off and I expect will you know, be fine for it. Um, but that's how LeBron's going to look at KD in a final. I mean, that's how he's going to look at everybody when the time comes. Right. It just happens he's focused on the Jazz right now. But that's literally how he looks at everybody in the league. And that's how he looks at his teammates the day before they become his teammates and the day after they're no longer his teammates. Because you don't get to where LeBron is if you don't look at other players that way. So I don't so what, think there so was your, any what accident was your guys, about
1: it. What was your guys' take on this? What was your, like... I mean, I also wasn't watching. It's not something that was high on my list of, like, oh, I'm stopping my day to go watch it, so you hear about it afterwards, which means that I didn't get that, like, real-time reaction, like, oh, my gosh, what's happening here? Um, And that's the one that actually, like, in my, like, wonder how Donovan and Rudy are feeling, because that's got to be the Um, real-time.
0: It depends on whether they think that this was totally legit and they literally think they're the two worst players at the All-Star game, which I don't think they think. I think having already been to an all-star game, they've already shown that. They're not the replacement guys who are added in. Uh, So if they sit back and think, hey, LeBron's trying to play head games with us, getting ready for the playoffs, I think they'll take it differently than if they think, oh, this was serious and it was all planned, you know, this is actually how good we are. No, I think LeBron's playing head games before the playoffs. Why wouldn't you? If you can, why wouldn't you?
1: You We're don't really need a, to taking it, taking it as a compliment that, uh, that he actually might be a little concerned? Um, that would be
0: one way. You could. You could also take it as this guy's trying to bear us on TV, bleep this guy. <laughs> Save it. Save it. Jordan, we know from watching the documentary, Jordan would have saved that for a playoff series. Or maybe yeah. for that two-game set they're going to have in April in L.A. Save it for that. LeBron's going to try to sweep it if they're healthy.
1: And do you need, like, is that something that you need? Like, like I guess that's the one question I would have. Like, is do you, should you have to have that motivation for games like that? Is it really going to make a difference? Did I just lose you?
0: I guess, you know, I was thinking about what you said there and seeing if PK wanted to jump in. You want to jump in, PK? I
2: I don't have an immediate answer that came to my head to where I could just say, "Gum and go down this road. I'm going to go down that road." And 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 when I first heard about it, you know, I didn't put much stock into it. But then, it's because I didn't, I wasn't watching it live either. But then, when I hear, oh, I want height, and I pick Sabonis, who's obviously tall. But if I want height, then I'm going to pick Gobert. Was that an intentional slap in the face? I. I I, I normally wouldn't think so, but I'm going down the road of yes, but the good thing, and Locke, you and I have had these discussions about how, you know, Hayward might have talked thought, well, I'm never going to be able to achieve what I want. Now you you know these guys better than I do because I don't know them at all, actually, I just know them as ball players. But it seems to me that these two, in particular, are gonna use that to the benefit of the jazz, not the detriment which matters the most.
1: Yeah, I would hope so. I, I don't know. It doesn't feel good. I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna be the play by play announcer who's just a total Pollyanna here and like and just says, oh everything's great and they'll use his motivation and it's perfect. I just I don't and I apologize for that if that's what people want out of me. It's not really what I've ever done in my thirty years of my career, so if you're expecting it today you're probably chosen the wrong day. Um, but it doesn't feel great. Like they've done everything right. Like Donovan can't be a better person. Rudy can't be a better story in our minds. And yet they're still dealing with all this crap. It just feels really yeah, but feels maybe, good. Maybe they're like, dealing. It,
0: but maybe they're dealing with this crap because they're finally a threat. They didn't yeah, do it think, last yeah. year. It would have been better to do this last year if you're just going purely on basketball value. They hadn't been in an all star game before, but they were battling for the four, five, six spot, and they eventually ended up six, partly because they wanted to, and they weren't a threat. Now they're number one, and they think they're number one? Eh, it might be dangerous. I mean, you're LeBron, you're thinking, well, if I have a yeah. whole team, that's the most important thing, and he'd probably be right about that. The second thing is, hey, I don't need any young guys coming for the crown. Let's knock them down a peg. And if that, if it doesn't feel good and that gets in the Jazz's head, then LeBron's won.
1: Um, Right. Yeah. No, that's right. Right. And if that's, that's the there's the two approaches of how you're going to look at this, is that they consciously saw the Jazz as a threat, and so that they decided to use their power when they could to minimize them and make them feel, you know, little. And the other is that, you know, we're just going to pick on Utah because that's what we do. Because Utah's, you know, Utah's that kid, and that kid gets picked on every day at school.
2: Yeah. Rather than worrying about what LeBron and Durant are thinking or doing, I'm more concerned about what the Jazz players are thinking and doing. And unlike Hayward, who may have felt slighted, he had the free agency coming up. These guys don't. Gobert took it away by agreeing, and obviously with the restricted free agency, the Jazz have the opportunity to re-sign Mitchell. So these guys know that they're here for the next few years. So there's not that concern about, well, does he feel slighted enough to where he needs to run off to a bigger market, a la Hayward to Boston. That can't happen. So the good thing is that these guys – can make positives out of it, and we as a fan base don't have to worry about well they want out because they're not they don't want out and they can't go anywhere and then with Ryan Smith aboard, it seems like from appearances on the outside because I'm not on the inside that he's gonna do whatever he can, so this can be something that can work to their advantage
1: yeah, I mean this is this is the I mean I think maybe. The frustration is that they've done so much well and they're still dealing with this, right? Like, they're really great. The franchise has been built well. There's been, um, you know, they've built a great team. They're playing the right way. They have a desirable head coach. They, They have two young stars that are great teammates. I mean, everything's good, and yet you're still, why can't you just have it be good? Um, in the last, you know, 48 hours have been, you know, a pretty interesting frustration by these guys that was a lot more than about that night. The way I heard those quotes, that wasn't like that they had talked about it for five minutes before they went on. They, you know, they, they clearly feel as though, um, you know, that they're, that they're rolling, that this is an ongoing issue that they don't get the respect they deserve. And then this gets added on.
0: Yeah, I get that part of it, and I'd be more concerned about Philly and the and the refereeing because if you think um, if you think that in any close game you're going to have to wear, I don't know what it is, two, three, four, five bad calls, and you got to overcome those, you're thinking, we got to beat everybody by 10? Because deep down you might be thinking, well, we could beat everybody, but we can't beat everybody by 10 four times. That, I understand how that would get in their head. So if that is the problem— I kind of get it, um, but I think if you sit back and look at it and say, "Hey, LeBron didn't do this last year. Why is he doing it to you this year?"
1: You know? Yeah, I think that's an interesting so, perspective. So it? I think I haven't talked about this with anyone yet. Like, so this is interesting to me because I, um, you know, it just happened and it, yeah. And I kind of with PK, like where my first reaction was like, "Who freaking cares?" And then as the night went on, I was like, eh, "Gosh, maybe it does, like maybe I do care a little bit." Like, I, and I, then I. And, and and then I started to try to put myself in Donovan and Rudy's shoes using the Stephen Covey, you know, seven habits of highly effective people view it from someone else's lenses. And it'd be really crappy to be sitting there last night, you know, excited to see where you go. And then you become the brunt of a joke. Mm-hmm. Like that sucks.
0: What would Jordan do? Did you not? Did the America, or at least the sports viewing portion of America, just sit and watch a ten-part documentary because there was nothing else on? We all watched it. What would he do? We know the answer to that.
1: Yeah, and that's true. But like, we got two young guys that are still trying to establish themselves in the league and being second-time All Stars and going to the All-Star Game as the number one team in the league. This was like, I think, a really big. You know, last year was like, oh, my gosh, we're here coming, expe- coming of the experience. And and this year I thought was really interesting that, like, it was never discussed for one minute, like, whether or not they're all-stars. They're just established as perennial all-stars. They're the number one team in the league. Like, I, th- you know, this could wasn't going to be like a coming-out party, but they could have – and maybe this is your point, DJ, is that they had a chance to walk into Atlanta with a little strut. and Maybe LeBron and Durant were like, we're not going to have that. Like, we're not going to have somebody else come in here with a little strut. This is – still cp3 durant lebron show and this is how this is going to work and so maybe that's what it was all about and that the but but clearly they don't get to have that experience the way i think in whether they ever openly thought it or in their heart of hearts that they were hoping to have which is hey i'm here for the second straight year now now i belong
2: all right yeah i i agree with you completely if that's their line of thinking I can understand that. But the reason why I view what happened in Philadelphia as a positive, a short-term negative, no question, but I appreciate the way that they both And Rudy wasn't even supposed to speak and he came out and said what he said, and we know what Donovan said. So be it. I support their right to say whatever. Fine them. I don't really care about that. They got the money to – it's not going to make a dent in their financial world. But the positive is that when we get to the postseason, everything is heightened. And because of what happened in Philadelphia and because of what they said afterward, to me, they are going to get a much fairer shake when it gets to the postseason because the league cannot allow that to happen. To a small market team. So the league is going to protect itself because its integrity is at stake. And even though the world, I agree with you, wants LeBron and Durant and New York City, Brooklyn versus Los Angeles, I completely agree. The league can't afford to have that anointed. It has to, if it plays out, so be it. So I view what happened in Philly when it gets to the postseason as to the Jazz's benefit in terms of getting as much of a fair shake as you can get.
0: What you really need right now, David, is you need someone like Mark Cuban, who's been around now, and I know he's a wild guy when he came in, but I think he's viewed a little differently now, to say to the league, yeah, I get the TV contract is coming up, and yes, we will negotiate off the ratings, but we got such a good thing going now, we've got way more to risk by having this perception out there than we have to gain by actually getting the Lakers versus the Nets. If the Lakers versus the Nets earn it, so be it. But there can't be any hint of us messing around. The NBA is not where it was in 1985. If indeed the NBA was messing around then, well, you know, the games are on tape delay in the early 80s and the finals, and we know all those stories, right? Right now, the league is really successful internationally, and it looks like the arrow is still pointed up. So someone like Cuban needs to say, there can't be any hint Any hint, we have way more to lose than we have to gain. And if there's one thing owners understand, it's money. They ought to understand that. And I think the thing that jazz players have to understand is this is going to be a lot harder. Yes, you've got good people doing things the right way, and that's not enough. You need it, but you need more than that. You need an edge. You're taking something that other people want. You're taking something other people have devoted their whole lives to getting, and they are wildly talented, too. You think LeBron doesn't want a fifth title? It matches magic. He's in L.A. You bleep and bet he wants that fifth title. You think he wants a sixth title to match Jordan? You think he wants a 3 peak because he doesn't have one and Jordan does? You think he doesn't want to be the GOAT? Yeah, he does. Absolutely. you got to take that from him. He's giving you nothing. And so they got to be prepared for that. That's a high bar. Yesterday... Um, PK jumped me because I just dismissed the chance that the Jazz would play the Sixers in the finals. And I dismiss it because there's two teams who've never been to a conference final. I get individual guys have, you know, Conley has. But as a group, these teams have not been to a, a conference final. And you're asking them to to win there and then get to the finals and look who they have to get. You think Durant doesn't want a title? Durant was happy-go-lucky when he came into the league, but he's been beaten down. He's been disappointed. He thinks ownership has let him down. When he went to the Warriors and said, I'll give stuff up because I just want to win a title, he got criticized for it. He wants a title so badly right now. He couldn't even smile halfway through that All-Star game because he's thinking about how bad he wants a title. You're going to have to take it from him, and you're going to have to take it from LeBron, and that's going to be so hard. And the Jazz and the Sixers kind of know it, but they don't completely know it. And they're going to have to figure it out on the fly, and that's going to be hard, and they might do it, but don't underestimate how hard this is going to be. Don't underestimate what you're trying to take away from these guys.
1: That was kind of awesome.
0: Every once in a while.
1: Now? I mean, that was... That was you at your best right there. I got nothing to say. I just think we should put that on tape and replay it. That was All right. well, I mean, play, it,
0: play it for play it for Donovan and uh Rudy. And play it for Joe. That's what they were up against. That is what they're up against. And PK, this is where PK's right to dismiss what I say. Because I know it because I've watched it for decades. And I was watching in games, and I've kind of learned it over time, watching all these generations of players. But these guys are in their 20s and 30s. And PK was like, don't go off on these guys in a podium. They're, they're 24 or 28. How can they know? You know? And I've watched this with Magic and Bird because I'm old enough to remember that. And I watched it with... Uh, Bird and Isaiah Thomas and then with Magic and Isaiah and then with the uh, you know the whole Jordan rules thing. They weren't gonna, Jordan had to take it. They weren't going to let him have it. They wanted a three-peat real bad and he took it. And, and Donovan wasn't alive. Donovan wasn't alive. You, know, you could see in his tweets when he watched that documentary he was, he was soaking it all in. But it's not the same. You saw it and I saw it. It's different.
1: Alright. You know PK, you know when like yeah. the veteran player goes back into like their bag of tricks and yeah. like they're yeah. thirty six but they yeah, drop yeah, yeah. fifty still? Sure. Like yeah, they gotcha. still have it. Yeah. We just witnessed <laughs> that in person. I'm Chris Paul and I
0: found Booker. But man, I had like, to grab a couple people by the jersey to get right them out now. of the way.
1: <laughs> I mean that that was soup. can I That was strong right there. I tell you what, I think you got a future in this business.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, we'll see how it works out. All right, David, thanks for coming on. Bye. All right. David Locke, Radio Voice of the Utah Jazz.